Is this heaven? No, it's a podcast. Welcome to the Field of Geeks podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. What is this, episode 12? Yeah, 12. I'm yeah. Josh. I'm Al. Glad to have you. Yeah, it's uh, good to be back. Yeah, we uh, we did our Superman audio commentaries and uh, been busy with that. So I'm back with the news here this week. Um, we got some stories for you. Um, I think the first one we got here is... Born 5 starts production next week is what you have here? Yeah, according to uh, comicbookmovie.com, they're, uh, they basically, I got, that's where I got all our new stuff from, is that site. Um, yeah, Born 5 is going to start production this coming week, and I guess it's been eight years since the last one. And Paul Greengrass will direct. He did uh, two and three, I yeah. think. Yeah. Matt Damon's obviously back. Cool. And yeah, it's due out next July. And, uh, yeah, basically Damon was saying when it came to like, well, what could the new films give us? You know, he basically was saying that the first three reflected on the Bush administration at the time, I guess. Um, they just needed the world to change from that perspective. So now we got, you know, new, newer, uh, threats in the world. So I guess that's how they'll make the, the new ones more interesting, I guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, so. that's so we don't really have much of any more of the plot to go on or anything like that. It's just well, it's just gonna deal with like, um, you know, like uh, that Snowden guy, how he released a bunch of info, just more secrets getting out into the open. Basically, oh, that's gonna be the world. Um, the new one starts starts off in, you know, because I, I always wondered myself, like, well, you know, I enjoyed those movies, but I couldn't see another one coming. You know, even the Jer- Jeremy Rem- Renner one, I didn't really. I, I didn't see that one. It was good. I mean, it made more, um, it made it more scientific. He was a different um, type of soldier than Damon was. Um, they, you know, they ex- they expanded the the lore of you know the agency and what they what they do to get their assassins uh, trained and all that. But I don't think uh, Renner will be in this new one. Um, I, I don't know if they'll make another one off of his or not. That'd be weird considering he's in the Mission Impossible movies too. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I think he did Ghost Protocol before he did the last uh, or this Firstborn uh, movie. Oh, that's true. So he could come back, but I don't know. I, I think it did okay, but I think it's probably another reason why Damon and and crew are doing a newborn movie um, off of their characters. It's going to star uh, Julia Stiles. And Tommy Lee Jones. So you know, far. I don't even know that she does much of anything else besides these movies. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, she, yeah. She was on a season of Dexter. Oh, uh, other than she? that, I think she does a lot of plays, I'm guessing. Uh, she's a good actress. So, yeah, it's just weird that it's like she has these really small supporting roles. Yeah. In, well, maybe she'll have a, in, the, in these movies. Maybe she'll have a bigger part. I mean, I think they were kind of um, in a relationship the last movie. At least they referred to a past relationship. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's where they're where they're at right now as characters. Not sure what Tommy Lee Jones character is going to be all about. And Matt, Matt Damon's an old older 
guy now. It's kind of yeah. Weird. I mean, he's gosh, like, he's yeah. a lot older. Well, I mean, yeah, it's been eight years since the last one. I mean, you know, he'll he'll look he'll get in shape. I'm sure. I mean, well, he, he I looks know, pretty yeah. good, but yeah, he is older. And so. They could make him look younger. I mean, they could dye his hair and stuff. But yeah, he's getting. He's like yeah. he's probably at least around my age, if not older. So he might just. Uh, well, it, it'll be interesting for him to go up against younger guys. You know. Uh, oh, I guess he did that kind of with. Um, what was it Carl Urban was in the second one? I'm not sure if there's much age difference there, but it would be interesting to see, you know, if he can uh, t- defeat the younger um, assassins coming his way. So, yeah, it uh, production is going to start in Greece, looks like, and it's going to end in Las Vegas. Or can we be assured of a shaky cam, the Paul Greengrass shaky cam? Oh, I'm sure. I hate that shaky cam. I'm so <laughs> sick of it. Yeah, I, I was hoping that died out with those movies. Well, maybe not. You know, maybe they're going to change it. I don't know what I else Greengrass it. has done since then, so I don't know if he's really, you know changed his ways or i'm sure they'll probably well you know it, it made a lot of money the last couple so yeah damon so i'm sure they'll probably want to keep the band together i mean it works but yeah i don't like it like for instance when bond tries to adapt that you know it's just well, not the character you know well i know even spielberg started doing that you know back in the saving private ryan minority report days and I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of that. I mean, it just I got a little bit private, goes a long way. The Private Ryan worked for me though, because well, yeah, it's like you're on the beach, you know. But, but, it, yeah, but it, it just get, got so overused. The oh yeah. Itself, so. I mean, I checked out Minority Report uh, a couple weeks ago, and yeah, it, some of it doesn't hold up, especially the camera work, like you were just saying. Um, yeah, uh, it's kind of. I think it kind of died out, but we'll see if uh, Green Grass decides to keep using it or not. Oh, <laughs> I get, I'm sure I, you it's will. It's just I don't know. I guess it makes it more real, but. Yeah. Oh, well, another news looks like uh, we may be getting another Terminator movie. Um, Terminator Genesis uh, underperformed here in the states, and it made about eighty nine point two million U.S. So it looks like it's doing great overseas, especially in China. It's made twenty seven point four million in its opening, and they're saying like it could, in the long run, you know, make. Uh, 450 to 500 um, million worldwide. So, so still not great, but by Hollywood standards, but good yeah, enough. But to could merit a sequel. Can, I mean, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Are you ready for another one? Yeah, you know, I kind of liked the. I kind of liked the. I last did one. like it. I you think. Know, it, yeah, a lot of people criticized it, but I kind of liked it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it brought us back to those glory days in a way. Even though you'll never get that, you never have it entirely back. You know, no. like two is a classic, and it's just hard to live up to uh, trying to do outdo it but yeah i I did like it it kind of dumbed down things in a way i thought but it was very entertaining it was entertaining the audience loved it they were were laughing and yeah it was great action and the uh the ending uh, post-credit ending was pretty cool and interesting it's a whole new concept what they're going for you know basically skynet is a life form alive yeah it's alive yeah it's doctor who um (laughs) i can't remember the actor but yeah so yeah, you know, uh, power to them if they're going to make another one. Uh, it it was pretty good. Well, they only can make basically like they can only they only have time to really make one more before the rights revert back to Cameron. Oh, is so, that right? Yeah, so they really have to do what they have to do before uh, they lose the ability to make anymore. I just don't see. I don't see Cameron doing any more uh, with these movies. I guess he'll just sell it off. But yeah, I guess he could. He could license it out or something. I mean, this but. new the Genesis pretty much rebooted everything in a way with the whole time travel twist and. You and know. plus, you know, yeah. So the way things are looking, they only have time to do one more. Plus, Arnold is really old. <laughs> yeah, and. uh you well, know. he signed on to like two or three, and you know, uh, the last one kind of ended with him getting an upgrade. I don't want to give it 
at all away, but it kind of would be an upgrade. That would have been long enough. But yeah. Yeah. Well, it'd be an upgrade to maintain his youth. <laughs> you know, well, like, I mean, for spoilers, I mean, it's been out so long. If people haven't seen it by now, they really he's yeah. basically crossbreed between T80 or T800 and T1000. Mm-hmm. He fell into some T1000 goop and yeah, it like altered his structure. So, yeah, so I don't know. That's going to be kind of, oh, you know what? He'll probably just disguise himself as someone else. <laughs> You know, some some oh. writing thing will they'll kick that in. You know, like yeah, oh, there's was, some there's some funny stuff they can do with he that. He was seen on camera. We can't show his face again. You know, yeah. Who knows? But I don't know. I you know I I I don't know. I have a hard time believing it'll be as good as this last one. I don't know how much more they can really do with it. Yeah, uh, I fear that they would do some more time time jumping because they around. had to, they had to get really crazy with this last one with all the time. It was pretty. They had crazy. to turn it into Back to the Future too, basically. Yeah, in order to make it cool. But yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I'm not crazy. You know, I'm not crazy about the Terminator movies, but I liked the last one. It was entertaining. Yeah. Well, you know, I like, uh, I mean, I like Salvation. So a lot of people hate that one. Yeah, yeah. I don't like three, though. I cannot watch three. It's, no. it's dreadful. No, I, I don't want like it. horrible watered down uh, T2, basically, with no. some awful jokes and. It's pretty bad when like one that's like critically is kind of considered mediocre is like considered like a masterpiece compared to the yeah. <laughs> compared to the last decade or so. Yeah, so it looks like we may be getting another Terminator. Not sure. We'll uh we'll have to all stay tuned on that one. So yeah. but uh in other news looks like they finally released an image of uh Michael Fassbender as uh the Assassin's Creed character. Um this has uh, been a long going development uh movie uh it's i don't know i think it's been a few years they've been trying to get this uh, off the ground probably probably waiting for him to have some time to do it i guess as well but he's been attached to it for a while now yeah the assassin's creed video games they started coming out in what the mid 2000s something like that 2007 maybe i think so 2008 so yeah it has been a while yeah and uh, this movie will serve as just a addition to the mythos of what the game's uh, storylines have been. So it's not going to like, you know, forget about those other games that happened before, um, which I think is pretty cool. I think that's a good concept there. Um, well, well, I mean, what, what what's the plot going to be like? Is he, is it, it's not, is, is it going to be related to the games? It doesn't look like it looks like it's going to be a new guy or something like that. Yeah. It's an original character. Um, I'm going to probably butcher. I don't know. Is it, Gallum Lynch. I think looks, that's looks that, like Callum. Callum Lynch is yeah. the original character they've created for him. And I guess he will. And I think they've done this in the, the previous couple of games. Anyway, he discovers he, ha, he's a descendant of, um, the secret assassins, um, organization. And from genetic memories, um, of his ancestor, he trains through his ancestors past adventures. And I guess after, his training is complete. He's able to take his skills and uh, present it, you know, uh, into the current day time. So, yeah, it, it sounds pretty interesting. It's going to be another freaking video game movie, isn't it? It's just going to be hey, this one. This one might be the one that ass. actually is going to finally be good. I don't oh, know. I, I still, even yeah, though it doesn't we'll live up as much, I think Mortal Kombat was probably the the best video game movie we ever got. That's not saying much. Well, I know. Well, I mean, you could say Resident Evil, but they've just kind of. I don't. They have their uh, own. They're not even really not like crazy the, about that either. Yeah, they they you generally suck. So yeah, maybe I don't. Maybe this will break the. Uh, I mean, Mortal Kombat. Don't curse. get me wrong. Mortal Kombat was not like an Oscar winning movie or no. anything like that. 
But I think they did. They did. They basically did what they what the game was, and it wasn't like Mario Brothers where they just ignored. You know, oh, he should have just been yeah, tripped on acid, Mario, and just been running through, jumping on mushrooms and getting huge and throwing fireballs. You know, they should have just actually just done the video game as a movie. No, they've never really done a like any. There's nothing even approaching a masterpiece as far as a, a video game movie is concerned. It's just. Well, it really makes you wonder. Well, I, I don't know who's making it, but I, I don't know. Well, I will say that uh, Mortal Kombat uh, Annihilation was awful. So, oh god, I'll say yeah, that I didn't watch it. I still, yeah, I still have a good, uh, yeah, I still have a a good liking for the original Mortal Kombat. But you know, and, and they have a fan series now too. I think that's been pretty successful, uh, like a you know YouTube type of producing film. Seriously, series. people. Yeah. Mortal People Kombat, make Mortal Kombat movies. Yeah, and uh, they've actually, yeah, <laughs> so but they, they've made them dark too. It, like oh, scorpions, God. like deformed. But but anyway, I think this Assassin's Creed. I think oh, I mean boy. with Michael Fassbender attached, he's at least going to give you a good performance. And I think this this movie could break the mold. So who who knows? But uh, yeah, it's um, going to start filming uh, tomorrow, August thirty first. Oh, and yeah, twenty sixteen. So. I don't know more to come on this one. the The image looks great. I don't know if you've seen it out. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, looks I mean, really good. So I don't know. Yeah. That's a good first step because yeah, this movie's <laughs> kind of been seems like it's been in development hell for years. Although they they've been moving forward, but it's just been slow, slow process. So yeah, so we'll see. Oh yeah, see how that goes. But I guess don't I'll hold s- your breath. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, have huge expectations. Yeah. But it looks like Star Wars uh, released uh, Instagram teaser number three this week. Yeah, on what day was it? I think it was, was it Thursday? Yeah, it was Thursday. They uh, released, uh, yeah, this 15-second teaser on Instagram, and it was kind of out of the blue. I know, no, nobody really expected it. Anyway, it starts off with uh, a shot of the, the First Order, which is like the um, like the remnants of the Empire, I guess. They're starting out. Um, they're starting branching off and starting a new uh, kind of uh, version of the empire out in some distant galaxy or something. Um, the first shot is like, it looks like those old Lenny Riefenstahl Nazi documentaries where they're gathered, you know, they're all, they're all uh, actually, it even looks like the ending of a star Wars, a new hope where they have all these people lined up and have these. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it has banners and everything and they're getting ready for a group photo. Yeah, <laughs> something like that, or some big smile, speech. everybody, or actually don't smile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's look evil. <laughs> yeah, they even have all these banners up, like the Nazis had, and like in, in each grouping of people. The scope is huge, just oh. from that look. You yeah, know, that's really cool. I don't know, yeah, how much of that's digital, or I'm I'm assuming a lot of it is, but but uh, the second shot is a new shot we hadn't seen before of uh, that that little droid uh, that rolls around on the ball, that BB-8 droid, and then. The character of Ray, played by Daisy Ridley, they're looking up in the sky at something. It looks scary or concerning. Yeah, like a reaction shot. Yeah. yeah. And then it has the narration from Andy Serkis that we've heard before um, in the other teasers, in the other trailer. And and it has the, the shot of uh, Kylo Ren, uh, you know, taking out his lightsaber, which that's been in just about every trailer. So that's nothing new. Uh, and then it, the final shot is of... Uh, Character of Finn, played by John Boyega, um, lighting up what looks like Luke's old uh, lightsaber there in the woods, facing off against Kylo Ren. So that was kind of surprising. I, no, I don't think anybody saw that coming. I mean, I guess 
they had a, a picture of him in the poster, that Drew Struzan poster that came out with it with a lightsaber. So that's how we found out he was going to use one. But but yeah, um, that's the first footage we've ever had of him using it. So I, so it brings up a lot of questions. Like, is he does he have force powers, or is he is he a kind of going to be a Jedi of some sort? Or I bet he he's just, like Luke Skywalker, or is he going to get he has his, to develop the powers? Probably he, he has them. You know, it makes you wonder though if he's like weak in the force. Is he going to get his hand chopped off? Because somebody always has to get their hand chopped <laughs> yeah. off in each movie. Of course, yeah. So. I I really like that scene of the lightsaber in the in the force with him with the the. The blue glow, it, the snow—it's got snow coming down, and yeah, and his eyes look all—it looks yeah, really, really cool, yeah, yeah, all lit up, and it's like, like his eyes look really weird. That was a, that was a good scene to end on, I think. I I just uh, yeah, I thought that was really a cool new effect to use with the lightsabers. You yeah, know? you know, I guess maybe they felt like um, you know since they didn't release a trailer D twenty three, and maybe this will be a little something to tide the fans over. Yeah, they re- didn't they release like a snippet uh, type trailer. It was just kind of like a behind the scenes cuz I think they showed uh, Princess Leia, Carrie Fisher, uh, just um just a little uh, scene. I don't think she had dialogue, but it was just like you could see her. I think she was on the set at least in costume. Oh, I guess I didn't I didn't hear about that. I think that's what they showed at the D23, but I don't think it was like a trailer. It was just more like a hey, behind the scenes like look what we're doing and Oh. You know, no. people laughing, getting along, all that fun stuff. I know there was a lot of disappointment of what they didn't show. You know, they kind of figured that would be one of their main things, but there was just pretty much nothing. So, well, gosh, it's coming out in December. I think people need to, I mean, just, just keep watching that trailer. You know, I think uh, less is more, really. You know, we, yeah, I don't, I don't, you, you know, know I mean? I, there's a lot of people trying to spoil the movie out there. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to spoil it for myself. So. Yeah, I mean, anymore, you got the action figures that spoil the movie itself, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of which, I think, uh, was it like Force Friday or whatever? Was it on Friday? Didn't all the toys that are, aren't they all going to be all released or something out in stores, like as of Friday or something like that? Didn't hear. But no, I wouldn't be I'm surprised. not into the toys, but yeah, I'm sure there's, they gives away a lot of uh, different things in the toys. And, well, I know C-3PO has like a red arm for some reason. Yeah. Well, we knew that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, think we reported that before. Yeah. And yeah. of course, other sites did too, but yeah, that'll be, I'll probably be a collectible figure, I guess. First time you've seen him like that. So I don't know why it's red. Maybe it was like a generic. It's all they had on hand. Generic company. He lost his other one. Stop making the <laughs> C-3PO arms. I don't know. He's been known to uh, get, you know, get blown into bits and had to be reassembled. So is there an Ikea in this universe? Maybe there could be. Yeah. They could by. have to. Yeah. They, you know, they just, uh, <laughs> You know, they just stop in, you know, have them look it up and see if it's in stock. And yeah. like, well, all we've got's the red one. Let's get the L wrench. Yeah. Oh, we'll take it. <laughs> oh, we can always spray paint it. We can always pimp it later. I wonder how. Yeah, I just wonder how they're going to explain that. Maybe they won't. Maybe maybe it's, maybe, just, maybe it's a tattoo that went wrong. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The color. Yeah. Check out color my ink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I look forward to that. That was a nice uh, treat for the week. And yeah, who knows? You know, we'll probably get some more. Here and there before the movie comes out, but oh yeah, oh I'm sure yeah. There's going to be at least like one final trailer before it comes out. But um, on, I mean, honestly, I you know I'm digging what I'm what I've seen, and it's good enough. I I can I think it's best just to try and wait till it comes out. That way you're like totally surprised and yeah, you know, because anymore it's like I think less is more is really a good good thing to 
to practice. Yeah, I don't. I don't like. I said I don't want to go in knowing everything about the movie. Yeah, um, that just that's probably what the problem was with the prequel. I think we knew a lot about yeah. stuff going in. Well, like we've talked about before with Mad Max, that part of the reason I loved it so much was because I just know so knew so little go, about it going in, and it was like it was such a pleasant surprise. And I don't think they advertised much, did they? Or did they, they didn't? Oh, go, they did. They they they, go, they went into depth about. Well, their trailers didn't. You know, their trailers didn't really show like the whole movie, like most trailers do. They just yeah. showed a lot of like the stuff at the beginning. True. And, uh, but, and that was good enough. But so people just assumed, you know, when they saw, like, for example, for when they, they were going through that huge sandstorm, that that was probably the climax of the movie or something. But no, that's just the beginning. It would seem, yeah. Yeah. So I, I like it when they do that, when, they, when they're able to get you excited about the movie, but they, in, but in order to do it, they don't just give away the whole farm. So gotcha. Yeah. So I guess we can move on. We, uh, we saw the man from Uncle this week. Finally, we're a couple weeks late behind everybody else. But what are you gonna do? <laughs> oh well. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I don't know. You want to check off some of the yeah points about it? Yeah, you, you um, took away from it. Yeah, well, we saw it. Uh, saw it Friday. Me and Al. Um, oh yeah. I'll, obviously, Mitch isn't with us today. He's uh, he's out of town. Mm, but yeah, uh, he'll be back next week. Yep. So yeah, me and Al checked it out, and uh, yeah, it stars. Um, Henry Cavill, uh, Army Hammer, and Alicia v- Vikander. Vikander. Uh, she was in uh, Ex uh, Machina. Machina. Ex Machina. I always say it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll have Al translate. I can do these other ones, though. Cavill's obviously Superman. Um, right. He's done some other ones, too. Hammer was in The Social Network. And, and The Lone Ranger. And The Lone Ranger. Yeah. Which, uh, it's all right. It's a decent movie. Um I can see why it bombed. It's pretty long, but he's he's had some trouble getting uh, his starring roles. Well, off I the think ground. he finally. I think this was a good one for him. I think it hopefully get him more work. But yeah, it's directed by Guy Ritchie, um, and the original series was co-created by uh, Ian Fleming. And that was back in the '60s. It was a mm-hmm. TV show. Yeah, the height of the '60s when he had oh. Get Smart and that show and I Spy and I, I know 007, my, of course. Yeah, I know my mom liked that show, but she likes James. I've never too, seen but, Man from Uncle, but yeah, I, I, think I haven't I, either. Yeah, it's way yeah. before our time. I did but. look it up on YouTube after the after seeing the movie, but yeah, um, the abbreviation for Uncle stands for United Network Command for Law Enforcement. So basically, the premise of the show and the movie is that an American agent and a and a Russian agent have to join forces in order to fight various uh, evils around the world. Correct. Yeah. Um, Henry Cavell's playing the American agent. Um, and then, yeah, uh, Ar- Army Hammer's playing the KGB agent. So, yeah, I think uh, I think they both pulled off the accent pretty well. It, I mean, to me, I thought uh, I liked uh, the delivery on Cavell's part. It was different. It was kind of a Cary Grant kind of delivery. It was this old nineteen Hollywood 1950s kind of accent where... He tries to enunciate everything very clearly. Yeah, it was like it wasn't like fast. It was just slow and yeah. uh, precise. It but was it was it was, it, it was strange because like nobody talks like that anymore. So I guess he was maybe he was trying to. I don't. I haven't seen the TV show, so maybe he's trying to pay homage to that in some way. Maybe that's all. It's possible. Maybe that's how Napoleon Solo, his character, that's how he talked in the TV show. He talked like this, where he enunciated everything and he was very slow in the delivery. Could have just been, yeah, and it could have just been the way they talked back then. I mean, I know uh, Henry Cavill and uh, Army Hammer, they were interviewed um, when they're doing press, and I think Army Hammer is the only one that saw the original series. So, oh, he saw it, oh. but he didn't. He didn't. Um, he Army Hammer said that he it didn't really influence what the direction they were going with the movie because it's more of a uh, it sets things up basically what the show what the show was. So yeah, and I think. Uh, I don't know. I, I dug. I dug that American accent. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, I know it was kind of it was precise, but it's like it's like 
it's the way you want to talk all the time because it's like he never screws up anything. It's kind of like West Wingy, you know. Well, yeah, it kind of gave off that kind of suave, debonair, kind of, uh, you know, perfectly coiffed hair character that he played. The suits and the. He was the, all, yeah, where he was. Dark shots. Everything uh, he did was perfect and he was Mr. Perfect. And man, it's like, actually, watching Henry Cavill in that movie is like, it's like, it just reminded me, like, dang, this guy's a really, a really good Superman. He'd, he'd make a great James Bond someday, too. Yeah. Because he, he plays a really great agent. If he's not he's busy good. doing Superman. <laughs> yeah, well, we know he was up for Bond back before Daniel Craig got the role, but uh, he was probably a little young at the time. I, I, yeah, I agree. I, I think yeah, he's probably he's yeah, he's grown enough. I think he could he could finally do that if he wanted to, if if it's presented to him. Who, yeah. who knows? But that, I don't know. This movie was like it was about a, b- a bunch of really good looking people doing a lot of secret agent, you know, double crossy things. Uh, yeah, the, the action was really good. I, I really enjoyed. It's an the, attractive the, movie. That's what it is. Oh yeah, attractive. the locations. You know, some of it was filmed the in music. Italy. I love the music. I love the soundtrack. Oh yeah, the, it was some of it. Yeah, the soundtrack was filled with all this jazz and all this uh, R and B from the '60s and some actually some contemporary stuff that sounded kind of retro. Um, yeah, and, and it all and it always called attention to itself um, in various ways. Guy Ritchie, his style. His uh, fingerprints were all over it, just because of the split screens he used, the uh, just the crazy editing, the you know the the kind of uh, the fast cuts with like it, action, yeah, kind of that English humor that's uh, you know just. I dig it though. I love. Yeah. I'm I'm a sucker for that stuff. I don't like, know, it was a, it was a. I think Ben, uh, the uh, you know Josh's friend that watched it with us, he kind of said it was style over substance, and I kind of agree with that. It was it was really stylish. There wasn't. I never really cared about the characters all that much. There wasn't any huge stakes, you know, involved. And, you know, sure, the plot made it seem like there was, but you always knew that everything was going to be fine. It was, yeah. it, it, but it's it's just one of those movies where it's like, it's not super serious. It's entertaining. It's almost kind of like Terminator Genesis in a way where it's really entertaining. It's not the greatest movie in the world, but it was really well crafted, really well made. It was, it was, um, you know, there's, the performances were fine. I really liked all the actors. Um, um, the locations were great. They filmed in Italy and and uh, and a whole bunch of other locations around the world. That was all done really beautifully. It was a period piece. It was supposed to. It took place in the '60s because I think even you said walking out of the theater, you like so many of these plot points in the movie and these problems could be solved by a cell phone. Yeah. If it took, so they couldn't really make it contemporary. I thought it was a genius take. I really did. I, I dug it a lot. And you know, some people are, they're craving for bond to go back to the sixties sooner or later. And you know, might be a good idea. I don't know. I, I dug it. I think you can utilize so many things from history itself, you know, like history itself in this movie gave it more intelligence. Like it, they, the plot was within what was going on at the time. And you felt like, you know, well, they were looking for the, the these nuclear weapons. And yeah, the story story's pretty much not entirely like a new story. But if you look at the 60s and all the spy movies, they're all pretty much the same. I mean, come on, James Bond, you know, you know, every movie he's going to he's going to win, you know, and it's hard for the stakes to get any higher than they they have, you know, in the last few few movies. But well, it's just that you didn't care about the characters the way you do in some of the James Bond or at least the more recent James Bond movies. It's like the characters were just. Um, yeah, they had to do things for the plot and for the sake of the script, but you never really felt like anybody was really in any danger. Or you felt like you never really felt super sad about anybody, anything that happened to anybody. It was just, yeah, yeah it was just, it was just I, yeah. really, you know, it's just one that. of those movies that are kind of, uh, shallow, I guess would be the word, you know, I get not, that. Yeah. It, I, but, it, but, yeah. but that, it's not trying to be anything more than that. So, you know, it's, so, yeah, I mean, it's not really criticism so much as it's just, it is what it is. It's not 
but uh yeah it's really entertaining and i i liked it it's not the kind of movie that i'd want to watch over and over again but you know I, mean, I would like to buy it though i i really dug it especially the soundtrack i just uh yeah i thought it was really good yeah i don't think it was like i don't it's not on the level of bond or mission impossible but no. it, it the style has got more going for it yeah um, it's not as good as uh, mission impossible rogue nation I but it's think a it fun plot it's not boring or anything it's interesting you got some no. creepy characters in there you got some horrible bad guys you know um yeah and you just got you got henry cavill just being all suave and you got you got army hammer's russian character just being angry and uh, it's just, they have, I think everybody had pretty good chemistry and I would love to see more, but even if we don't get to see more, it's still good on its own. And I, I recommend seeing it. Um, I'd probably give it, um, four out of five. That's why I'd give it. Oh, really? That high? Yeah. Uh, I just dug it. I don't know. I, I like uh, Richie's style, especially from the Sherlock Holmes movies. I'm just, I just like it. I like the, the acting and. Yeah, the story was pretty good. Uh, I love the 60s and the look of things, but what would you give it out of five? A three, maybe. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. Uh, I don't, it's not even close to. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's really good. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but it's nothing. It's not close to a masterpiece or anything like that. It's, it's not anything that, uh, you know, I'll forget about it probably in like, you know, a month. I'll just. Yeah. But, but, you know, I mean, I don't. It's not a bad movie. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I've, there's a lot, plenty of garbage out there. I just. I don't know, I think generally you're more forgiving of movies in general than than most people just because you're able to appreciate other things about it than just Yeah, like, well I I see I see all the other um I don't know. I see all the other things going on uh, a movie as a whole. That's kind of how I view it. You know, you could you could find a great drama and it could be boring as hell and that would that would hurt my vote you know for giving it you know yeah. a lot of uh, well this movie isn't boring that's for sure i mean no no i mean on. yeah you know some parts kind of drag on but they're not like totally like no there's nothing that stopped. ever yeah nothing that ever wrecks it or anything like that so yeah i'm just giving it 4 out of 5 just the the acting the the look of it uh the humor i mean it's just it just all it's just a good entertaining movie and yeah, I don't think it's going to win any awards or anything. Oh, no. But no, it just hit a lot of things. T- uh, it was just on par with a lot, to me, anyway. Uh, just just an attractive movie. and It's a it's a Guy Ritchie movie. It's, it's kind of what you expect, it's kind of what you expect from him. It's like really stylish. Mm-hmm. It's really well made. Um, and it's and it's fun. It's a really cool action. It's, but that's, you know, uh, if that's all you're looking for, I mean, that's, yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. Uh, so, so, uh, so anyway, so that's what, uh, we can pretty much wrap that one up. Um, we both enjoyed it a lot. <clears throat> Excuse me. We both enjoyed it a lot. So, so, and I think the other, you know, Ben and Eddie, uh, the, both they both liked it too, to varying degrees. Yeah. Um, it was a, mi- it was a mixed reaction, but <clears throat> I think we all yeah. enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, no, I don't think none of us walked out saying, oh, that was a waste of time. Oh, no, it's not. No, no, it's fine. Um, yeah, I think I think it kind of suffers from um, you know, like I think we talked about earlier before the show about from the uh secret agent movie fatigue um just because there's so many other spy movies out there. You know, Mission Impossible is still in theaters and I think that kind of hurts it hurt it a little bit here in in the states and um and uh, they had uh you know, Kingsman came out earlier this year and then we've got Spectre coming out later and then um, well, shoot, they're just starting to make another Bourne movie, um, you know, as of, uh, when was it next week or is it? Yeah. It's coming week. Yeah. yeah so, I mean, so, um, I think, and plus I think the, the, the other thing that's really hurting it is because 
Bond and Mission Impossible have been in the public consciousness for Bond since the 60s, Mission Impossible back in the 60s, and then again in the 90s when Tom Cruise started in with his franchise. And, uh, and they had a huge star behind it. The This movie has a couple guys that are still trying to get their names on the map. Henry Cavill with a little bit more success with Superman so far. So two guys that really haven't completely proven themselves to audiences yet. Plus, it's a it's a franchise that is just now trying to, you know, reintroduce itself to audiences who, you know, mo- the vast majority of people that watch it weren't even alive when it was first on TV. So, well, and that goes for it's it's probably just a product of its original time as well. It was it was coming out while you had Mission Impossible and the Bond movies and I Spy. So it's probably just kind of it's just a reflection of but, what it was going up against in the past. Yeah, you know? but the other two ha- are more household names now. That you know, no, the vast majority of people you talk to on the street they've they've never heard of the Man from Uncle TV series. They they just you know right. The yeah. most they've ever heard of it now is like it's in the theater now. They're like so so they might be thinking, what's that? Why would I want to go see it? What, well, what's and I it? think it I think it will pique uh, your interest if you've never seen the show. I mean, it did mine anyway. I, I went on YouTube and looked up a few things about uh, the original and. Well, I'm just saying it could be hurting it just because it doesn't have that kind of brand recognition. Well, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like it's not as smart as Kingsman uh, with um, some of the um, I don't know how I could put it. It's kind of like Kingsman and Mission Impossible to um, kind of like, a, uh, I don't know, a product of those two movies kind of combined in a way. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, I think it's good. And uh, I mean, f- quite frankly, the Mission Impossible movies don't really seem to do too much spying in a way. I didn't really feel that from the last one. It was more action centered, you know, like, well, there's a lot of uh, there. there's a lot of stuff that happens in the plot, a lot of double crossing and, and crazy things that go on. Um, yeah, I guess it could be, it could be. Well, and that happened it. in this movie too, though. She was, well, remember, yeah. she oh, turned, that's not what I'm arguing though. I'm just yeah. saying that's like, I don't, I don't, yeah, I'm not arguing that point. I'm just saying that brand recognition, mission impossible and James Bond, people know what those are. They don't know what this is. So that's yeah. why they could be staying away. Yeah. Basically what I'm saying is, um, you know, I, I looked it up on the, on IMDB. They haven't even broken even yet. Um, as far as, for what it costs to make the movie. So, and obviously from the end of the movie, it looks like they're trying to head towards a sequel. So, um, you know, the, how much this, how successful this movie is, is going to go a long way towards determining whether they're going to make another one. I, I think they want to, it's just that, um, you know, since it's, it's already been out for two weeks and you know, they're, they're going to break even at least, and maybe make a little profit, but, um, it'll be interesting to see how successful it ultimately will be because that's going to go a long way towards determining yeah. how many sequels we'll get, if any. Well, a lot of good movies fail at the box office. They're still good and they still deserve to be around. And, you know, they might get a sequel. They might not. It might be a cult hit. But, you know, domestic or um, worldwide box office might be even better for this movie. I mean, I think it would I think it would appeal more to overseas uh viewers um but yeah well right now they're neck and neck i think pretty much so it's made about as much domestically as it has internationally but so but you know it's only been a couple weeks so i'm sure it still has a little bit more time to go so yeah yeah well you know mission impossible been established so yeah i understand all that so yeah i mean it's just another variety to choose from basically and yeah it probably hurt that it came out the same summer but uh it's still worth checking out and you know over time i think people will find it if it if it doesn't do too well you know yeah i think that's probably true i think this i could see you know i don't know that how much the studios care about uh, i mean it's not it'd be great for ray these days yeah well it'd be great for uh well i think they care about it awful lot like for instance dread you know i think that did a lot on um home video enough so that 
you know, they're thinking about doing a sequel, but yeah. I, I just, I just know possible. that I just know they, their, their bread and butter is, is ticket sales, obviously. Um, but so, but yeah, I, I don't know. So I guess we'll see. We'll, we'll keep you guys informed of whether, you know, the sequel ever gets green lighted. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd enjoy seeing one. I mean, I, I enjoyed the movie. Yeah. Um, so, so, uh, I don't know. We can probably move on to, uh, what looks like our final topic of the day. Um, we uh we were uh given the pr- permission to uh uh review uh three all hallow all hallows eve comic books uh that are uh published by i believe 215 inc is the publishing company um it's uh illustrated by dave mims it's uh written by ty thomas luckman adapted by trevor luckman who i'd spoken with on twitter and it's le- lettered by micah myers and basically, these comic books are, they have to do with, uh, the basic plot of them is that there's the, the devil appoints some sinners to do his dirty work around um, this All Hallows' Eve, uh, Halloween um, uh, um, holiday, or whatever you want to call it. Um, and and he, he gets his hands dirty as well. So basically, it's about harvesting souls. For hell, I guess, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is yeah. really creepy in, in, in and of itself. Um, the first story um, had to do with, I think it took place in the 1700s in um, uh, some someplace up in, uh, it might have been New York, upstate New York. Um, and it was about a, um, a guy at a bar who kind of met this, this strange, you know, being or person who uh, reminded him of his uh, dirty past. It was Virginia, 1785. Virginia. Oh, sorry. Okay. All right. uh, thanks for that. Just thought I'd give you know, Correct. Yeah, a shout I, out. I don't have my phone in front of me or, my, or an iPad. iPad. <laughs> um, and so, so he meets this stranger in the bar, and then he, um, yeah, I think he runs into him a little bit later, and then the stranger reminds him of, uh, of his past sins. And uh, the guy basically... Uh, without giving too much away, um, the guy basically, uh, let's just say he uh, pays for his sins in one way or another. Yeah. Um, and and uh, the other the other stories are kind of along the same vein. You know, that's a funny thing is like the first comic was more of a morality tale. I felt like where it was kind of that typical, you know, um, uh, it's cut and dry. Yeah, it was the typical kind of morality tale that you'd find in most horror movies or comics where, you know, if you do something bad, there's going to be a consequence. The other two, it was a little bit more um, amoral or where there seemed to be, you know, even if you're somewhat of a good person, something bad, you know, you could be taken, something bad could happen to you. And which is, you know, which is scary and creepy in in and of itself. So it, um, and disturbing. So, um, you know, they're really, uh, they're really, yeah. If you're into like these horror stories where it's like one of those, it's kind of like these stories that you would tell around a campfire or something it's like, like that. It tells from the crypts or, um, I, I would say twilight zone, but it's kind of like a little bit. Yeah. It's like the grim reaper basically. Uh, each comic is, has like usually one, uh, you know, tale or episode of what happens to, to these certain people in different periods of time where they run into the devil or, or one of his minions yeah um, who have been recruited to do the to harvest these souls around that time of the year um around that all hallows eve uh, yeah it's before it was established to be halloween yeah is that right that's, that's what i'm I, taking away from it yeah same here but yeah i 
I thought they were great. Um, I, 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 I got the stories, you know, and, uh, even though I'm not a huge horror fan or anything, and I'm they, not either. it's not like they're like really scary or anything, but, uh, I mean, I could see myself as those characters, especially the, the girl in the second, uh, movie, you know, or movie, I'm sorry, second comic, uh, walking from her house and, you know, um, walking back to her house in search of someone. And then she runs into, well, he goes by D but I'm pretty sure that's the devil yeah. we're talking about. He's dressed in a red suit, and he's very, very slick. He, you know, he can persuade you to do pretty much anything. Um, and he's got this red hair or something like that. It looks, it looks yeah, like red hair. Yeah, you know, the art's different, but it's different in a good way. Um, you know, I, I think uh, it's a really unique type of art. I yeah, really there's a lot of lines and a lot of... Uh, a lot of um, I don't. It's it's strange because there's a lot of lines, but yet it's detailed and yet not too detailed. It's kind yeah. Of, it's kind of it's hard to describe without the, the pictures, but but I like the the coloring on it. I thought I I really like the coloring. I thought the way the the way it was lettered was really well done because you could it was easy to tell the conversations. Um, you know the which the path of the conversations back and forth. Yeah, they did yeah. that really well. That was really well done. Well, because um, I wasn't experienced with um, this, you know this this art. Um, I mean, I, style. I, I dug it. Yeah, I was really intrigued. And even though I maybe didn't understand what one scene what happened, I would go back and try to to understand, and I was able to. You know, it took me a couple viewings to understand what was going on visually. Yeah, and I think we might be. We might just be a little bit out of practice too. Yeah, yeah. We haven't read, no, yeah. We haven't read tons I'm of not, comics in a long not, time. I'm not saying that's a bad thing at all. I, you know, and to me, it's a good thing because I was intrigued enough to to care to go back and mm-hmm. try. And once I got what the what was I was seeing, I I was like, oh yeah, that that, that looks great, and I could see that. I could see that like in a movie type of setup. You know, I a lot of scenes in this is really really well done. I think. Yeah, and I. Excuse me. Oh, and over Twitter, I um, uh, Trevor actually told me that um, it was originally a screenplay that they adapted. That's for, cool for the comics. So it was a little bit. So they kind of directed it a little bit like a movie to try and yeah, try and bring it to life on the page. And with enough success, it could be another. It could be a screenplay again, and maybe they make a film from it. You know, you never know in this day and age. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, like Tales from the Crypt. I mean, they had they made a couple movies at least of you know all these different episodes. Um, that were different, but you know, but all you know, creepy and scary in their own way. Mm-hmm. And uh, out of all stories, I think I dug the first one the most, just because I was, I was able. To, it just seemed like I could understand it. It was like it was to me it's, it's simple to understand, cut and dry. You know, um, this guy was a sinner, and then this me- this um, messenger from the devil comes a calling with this unique um, jack o' lantern. You know. <laughs> Which you have to the sinner has to speak into. It's really cool, and I, I dug the first one a lot. Um, the, but the other ones are great too. It's just the, the first one was really easy for me to to understand the whole concept. Uh, the second one it gets a little different. With um, it seems like you know they're working with an innocent person and persuading her to be sinful, mm-hmm. thus getting having her being punished. You know, but that's the devil. He's a, he's a dick. So yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, um, it, yeah, you felt bad in that story because I still it's like, enjoyed them. I was, I, don't get me wrong, I still enjoyed them. I, I like that first one a lot, and I think it's just because I like that character of you know the um, uh, I forgot. I think his name was James, maybe I'm not quite sure, but he basically sinned in the past, and the devil appointed him to gather these uh, sin 
sinful souls. And yeah, and, and some of these characters in the second and third stories, they really didn't do anything to really des- so much deserve to have bad things happen to them. Not all of them, anyway. So you really felt bad for them. So It was more like tests, you know? They, they yeah. basically were... It's like the devil was maybe bored, and he was like, "Let's place some bets on these people and see what they will see how far they'll go." You yeah, know? and why they picked them, and if knows, we get them but... in the end or not. Yeah, um, the third one was. Um, it took place. Uh, the third, yeah, the third one um, took place in Iowa. The yeah, first the first part did. Yeah, yeah. The, there's a, it's a two parter. There's two different stories. The first the one takes one, place yeah. in Iowa around I think 1914. Uh, looked like in some rural area um, where the devil convinces this. Uh, this guy to go uh <laughs> to go uh, commit some murder uh, i won't get into too many details with an act disturbing but yeah it's pretty disturbing it's, but it, uh, hey it happens you know it's always going to be disturbing yeah and he's promised a certain amount of money to do the dirty deed and uh and uh we'll, we'll leave it at that so you can find out what happens in that one and, and the second story behind that is takes place in around i think 200 what was it 200 bc in ireland um, oh, the second story. Yeah, which is, which is like, yeah, just, they're going way back there, right? So, and that one uh, deals with this uh, this famine that they're going through in Ireland, where they don't have enough to eat, and the, you know he has a child that dies, and and you know they're um, they have this uh, uh, struggle over food, and and he winds up doing some bad things in order to. <laughs> Yeah, in order to uh, what he thinks he's doing, he, you know, he thinks he's doing the right. You thing. You understand, but, though. I mean, it's yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, he's going through a big struggle of like, well, you know, I, I if it were up to me, I'd take all this food and I'd feed the entire village, and we'd have enough food for two or three years, and it runs into these people that are trying to just hoard it for themselves, and I don't know, yeah, some bad things happen along the way, um, and uh, and basically he gets, in, you know, for he gets turned into something. Yeah. Uh, I think towards the end of the yeah, comic book. Yeah, book. I think it's it's a prequel of the first book. It's Jack. Jack's the character's name from the mm-hmm. first book and Jack's the character's name in this one. So that's kind of his origin story, I guess. That's what I'm getting, but once again I could just be so dumb that I'm like, Oh, they have the same name, it's gotta be the same person. But I could see this being a prequel because it, it really shows how he got sucked into doing this and you know, at the end of the first book he was like, How long do I have to keep doing this? And the devil's like a long time, pretty much. A while. Yeah, a while. But yeah, you really emphasize like how he got to be where he's at and you know, he's got he's got a lot of pain inside and but you do understand why why he might have killed um some people in that last book. <laughs> but it, I mean I did I it left me wanting more. It really did. I, I like to see where the series goes. I think Al, you said there's maybe two more books out there. There's two or three uh books that are out there, I think. Um um, I, I, and I'm sure they're just going to keep producing more and more of these tales. So, you know, if people are into these kind of, uh, you know, if you, if you like, uh, kind of that tales from the crypt, kind of those kind of episodic stories. And if he kind of likes, you know, something scary and creepy, you might be into these kind of comic books where, um, where, where some really disturbing things happen. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a different, it's not the, it's not the kind of thing I'd be into like all the time. You know, because it's so bleak sometimes. Some of this, uh, some of the endings of these stories, but yeah, but it's really cool. I I dig the artwork. I I like the. I, I think it's well written. Um, yeah, I know like, some friends would would definitely enjoy these. Um, oh yeah, and I enjoyed them too. But yeah, they uh, yeah they're they're a little creepy out there for my usual taste. But I did enjoy what I read and saw. So yeah, and you you uh, I want to see more. You know, it's opened me up to see what else is coming. Basically, 
Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think we have access to a couple more of these if we, if we want to read them. Um, that you, for everybody else out there, there, um, you can find them out there on comicsology, uh, dot com. And it's called All Hallows Eve. Um, and I think they're about, uh, $2 per, uh, per comic book. So not, not that much money. Yeah. It's so, worth it. It's yeah. Worth they're it. usually about, I think about 21 pages. It looks like, yeah. uh, uh, in a PDF file. So they're, and like I said, the artwork's really good. The coloring I really enjoyed. Um, the, 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 and the writing is really good. It's so. great. It's great storytelling. It's, it's very intriguing and art, art is the same way. And, you know, I think it, it kind of leaves you thinking after you read them, trying to make sense of all three stories, you know, because the first one, you obviously can tell what it's all about, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, with the second ones, with the innocence of some people being pushed to do evil things, uh, you know, I guess you could just say, you know, on All Hallows Eve, the devil's the devil wants to, you know, get the sinners, but he also wants to make some maybe just for the fun of it. He's just having fun. It's his, it's yeah. his night, you know, and. I dug it, and the, it's. Did you notice the moon in the background and some of the the visuals? Yeah, it was like all. It was. It was, it was unique like, looking. It was really cool. It was all chewed yeah. up looking. <laughs> I dug it though. I dug it, but yeah, uh, thanks. Yeah, thanks to those guys for letting us, um, you know, read these and review them. And yeah, I, I I would like to see more. Honestly, I I really enjoyed it. So yeah, so uh, yeah, you can find them out there on Comicsology dot com. I think their publisher site is two fifteen inc dot com. So. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. So you guys, if you guys can check them out sometime, if you sounds like you'd be interested, um, that's where you can find them. So yeah, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good read. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, yeah, it's creepy stuff, but yeah, if you're into that, <laughs> go. Yeah. For it. Well, it's just like, you know, I'm not a big horror movie fan, but once in a while I do like to watch some, you know, especially around Halloween. So it's really, yeah, it's a good, it's a good story getting it, getting that vibe kind of of the fall coming and stuff. It's really a good time to start reading them because fall is coming and yeah. And I and I know uh, I dig it. It's great. Yeah, yeah. People that enjoy those kind of scary Halloween stories. Yeah, it's, yeah. It'd be right up their alley. Definitely. Um. So I think that pretty much does it for our show today. Yeah, I um, think uh, Tuesday or Wednesday we'll be releasing the Superman two commentary. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Throwing a plug for that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. We. Yeah. We're just trying to finish up some artwork for it. And um. And yeah. Um. Let's see. It was uh, Mitch, Steve, and you and Josh. And, yeah. And and Josh <laughs> that uh, recorded that. Um. So we'll. Yeah. We've got that recorded. Uh. We we'll we'll try and get it out by Tuesday if at all possible. Wednesday so. at the latest, but yeah, it should be coming very soon. So yeah, so anxious just to have you guys listen to it. I know some people are waiting out. on that. So yeah, well, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what the next one would be when it, or when we're going to do another one. But um, yeah, well, if you guys have any recommendations out there, you know, we can uh, definitely uh, check them out and maybe uh, decide on some of them. Yeah, sure. Yeah, hit us up on Facebook and Twitter with any recommendations if you if you if you feel like it. Uh, definitely, and YouTube as well. Oh yeah, YouTube. I just hit my mic there. Sorry. That's all right. Um, yeah, in YouTube as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't yeah, that, that wasn't me hitting the mic out of frustration. No, not YouTube. Al committed a sin. <laughs> the devil's coming. Here for comes me. your carriage. Yeah, <laughs> it's about time. Inside joke. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. So hit us up uh, if you have any recommendations on movies you want us to comment on. Uh, we have a lot of fun doing them. Uh, it's a lot of work because it takes a lot of time to record them and then and then get uh, get them uh, processed in post and posted out to all the places. But but uh, yeah, some of them are really fun. We've had we've had some fun doing them. And so we have far. and we have fun doing this as well. Um, 
and we are uh, brainstorming constantly to to get more material um, made for everyone. So uh, stay tuned to that. But yeah, more's coming. We're we're always thinking. Yeah, you know, I'd love to do to get into like doing some videos someday. And yeah, we'll out. we will get yeah. there for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously that takes a little bit more work than just the podcast. But um, yeah, but someday, yeah, we'd love to get into that and and put out some some different stuff. Um, but, uh, I guess that does it for today. We'll wrap things up here. Um, I guess we'll go ahead and sign off. Uh, I'm Al. I'm Josh. Have a great week. Okay. Yeah. You guys take care. We'll see ya. See ya.